the Mixed Faith Relationship Podcast with your host, Certified Life Coach, Chris Rich. Episode five, the best advice I have ever received. Welcome, my friends. Do you know how honored I feel to be in your AirPods while you are on the treadmill at the gym or in your speaker as you're driving home from work? I love it. Thank you for letting me chat with you on the podcast. While I'm thinking of it, last week I hosted a webinar, and if you missed it, you are going to want to catch the replay. It's good. I talked about why it's so painful when a loved one leaves the church and three things that you can do to heal your heart. And if you hop on my website at chrisrichcoaching.com, Chris with a CH, you can catch the replay. You don't want to miss it. And as always, the tools that I'm sharing with you apply to life in general, not just mixed faith relationships. So just substitute your situation into the examples that I share, and you will be all set, as they say here in New England. Okay, let's get this podcast rolling, shall we? We're friends, right? Can I share an experience that I feel kind of stupid about? I promise you'll still love me. Well, there was a period of time that every time I went to Costco, they never asked for my membership. And on the rare occasion that someone would ask for my membership card, I would grumble to myself about how stupid it was all the way back until I got distracted with my first sample. Well, then my luck changed and they made me show it every single time I went in the door. First world problems, right? Well, so each time I went to Costco, it was like clockwork. I spent the first few minutes resenting the kind greeter at the door. And the funny thing is they had no idea I was upset because I'm the one that feels my own emotions. So now not only do they have the hassle of getting my membership card out, but also the unnecessary hassle of harboring resentment. I was punishing myself each time that I wish things were different. So over time, I learned that it was worth just having my card ready with a genuine smile instead of inflicting suffering upon myself. I was giving myself a gift by not arguing with reality. So now when I pull my card out of my wallet in the parking lot, I am proud of myself for taking ownership over my emotions. Byron Katie said, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Those are pretty high odds, my friends. So my Costco experience is a silly example, but as humans, we do this all the time. At least this human does. And the interesting thing, expecting people to change or a situation to change doesn't reflect poorly on them. It's an indication that we are in need of alterations. Last week in my podcast, episode four, I shared with you the worst piece of advice that I've ever received. And this week, I want to flip it and share the best advice. Are you ready? You may want to write this on your head with a Sharpie. It's that good. Quit expecting people to be different than they are. Expect them to be exactly as they are. Isn't that amazing? It's so simple, but I'm telling you, it makes a big difference. 
when we expect people to be as they are, we feel less disappointment. Um, here's another example for you. It's not common or it's not uncommon for me to walk into my living room and find crumpled up dirty socks on the floor. And often when I see these socks, I have all sorts of thoughts like, am I the only one who knows how to put dirty clothes in the hamper? Or seriously, haven't we talked about this a hundred times? I'm not saying this to the person, but I'm always thinking it's something of that nature or something similar. So when I think thoughts like that, I am going to feel anger, resentment, or frustration. So now, not only do I have a mess in my living room, I also have an internal mess to deal with because of those emotions that I'm feeling. And my friends, the socks didn't cause the frustration. I hate to break it to you, but socks are not that powerful. My thoughts about the socks on the floor cause my frustration. So I am all for sharing your expectations with your people and for having consequences, especially if it's a, a child in your home. But we don't want to hang our happiness on whether or not they honor our request because they might not. So I've got some other options with I can either talk to them about it and have the consequence or I can change my thoughts about the socks on the floor. And here are some examples. This is not a surprise. <laughs> it's funny because if this has happened a hundred times that I've seen the socks on the floor and each time I'm like, ah, what? It's not a surprise. So it doesn't need to be a big deal. Um, another thought that I find super helpful, I am really going to miss these socks when the offender goes off to college in the fall, that changes the whole thing about it, the, all the emotions about it. Um, another thought that can be helpful, you know who's good, in, who's good at putting socks in the dirty clothes hamper? This girl. And then I just pick them up and take care of it and I go on my way and I don't have to feel frustration and resentment because I just took care of it because I want, I'm the one that wants the clean house. So I want you to think about it. You know, that thing that your person does that drives you bananas. You got a, an idea in your head. Have they, is it something they've done for years? They've done repeatedly. If it's your spouse, maybe they've been doing it for decades or it's something that your child always does. I want you to think about it. Why are you surprised every time? If it's something that they've done over and over again. And I just want to point out that you are hurting yourself thinking that they should do it differently. They don't feel your pain. You're the one that feels that emotion. Um, and the last thing that I want to share with you, stop going to the hardware store for milk. And what I mean by that is, you know, what you're going to get from this person, yet you still keep going to them for something else anyway. So for example, let's say that you're looking for a good listener, but you know that this person really isn't that good at it. They have so many other skills, but listening might not be the one. So why do you keep going back to them to listen? You're going to the hardware store for milk. We know that they don't sell it at the hardware store. If you're hoping to have a spiritual conversation 
with your person that has no interest in the church and then they show up the way that they always do don't be surprised by that we already know that they might not be the best person to go to for that so find someone else go to the grocery store for milk not the hardware store for milk i hope some of these tips helped you today these are things that i think about all the time that help me in my mixed faith relationships and with all the other humans that I deal with. And if, if something that you have heard on this podcast resonates with you, I would love for you to leave me a review or to share it on social media with your friends and family and make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I hope that you guys have a great week and remember to go check out my website. I've got lots of other great tips on there that, and you can catch that webinar that I mentioned in the beginning. I hope you have a great week, my friends. Until next time.